ovulation is kind of a big deal. In fact, it's the whole purpose of your menstrual cycle. In this episode, I share with you seven reasons why you want to ensure that you are ovulating each month, the barriers to ovulation, and what you can do right now to take control of your menstrual cycle health. Welcome to the Cyclical Podcast. I'm your host, Cassandra Wilder, and I'm a naturopathic doctor and the leading expert in women's cyclical health and menstruation. Let's get started. Welcome back, beautiful friends, to the podcast. Thank you so much to all of you that joined me in yesterday's live free workshop. It was extraordinary to have so many, I mean, hundreds of women from all over the world in every time zone connecting in one place to heal their body. It was an absolute honor to be there. So many of you have already signed up for Period Reboot as well. The doors are open this week only until Friday. The sooner you sign up to, the better, because every day this week I'm giving away an incredible bonus to people that sign up on that day. So for example, if you sign up today and it's Monday, you get today's bonus and every bonus from the rest of the week. If you sign up on Wednesday, you'll get Wednesday's bonus and then only the two bonuses after that. So if that makes sense, you wanna sign up sooner than later so that you get period reboot and hundreds of dollars of free bonuses just because I adore you and I am here to support you on your amazing cyclical journey. So do not forget, friends, the doors close this Friday for Period Reboot. This is your time to take action for your body, especially if ovulation is a big question mark in your life right now or you've heard me talk about it and you're wondering, but what's the big deal? Why do I need to be tracking it? And why do I really need to be ensuring that I'm ovulating every month? This episode is going to really dial that in for you. And this is what we talk about at length in Period Reboot because ovulatory menstrual cycles are essential for long-term health, okay? So if you listen to this episode, your mind is blown, you think your body's the coolest thing in the whole world, make sure you're in Period Reboot this round. The link is in the show notes or you can go to cassandrawilder.com period. And then like I said, the sooner you sign up, the sooner you get hundreds of dollars of fun bonuses. They do not disappoint, I assure you. <laughs> So let's talk about ovulation. Ovulation happens every month for most people. And in this event, your ovary releases a follicle or an egg where for up to 24 hours, this egg is in the perfect area for conception to occur. But it's not just for making babies. (laughs) That's one biological reason. But there are many, many other huge benefits to ovulation. And I'm gonna go through those seven points here in a moment so that you really understand how essential ovulation really is. We live in a world that really dismisses ovulation. People don't talk about it. We talk about periods, but we don't talk about anything else that goes on throughout the month. And I just think no wonder so many people struggle with their cycles. So many people are confused. We hear reports that periods aren't important. It's actually just fine to be on birth control methods that delete your period. We hear other people say the opposite. So what is the truth? What does this all mean? Well, here's the thing, friends, your period's important, okay? I'm the menstruation queen. (laughs) You better believe I really value and honor the, the period itself. But ovulation is the main event of your cycle. So your period is really the reset button so that your body can reset and prepare for the next round of ovulation. So your period is really secondary to this incredible phenomena of ovulation. So if we're not ovulating, there's some definite concerning things we have to think about, especially as we age. 
A big misconception is that if you have a pretty regular period, that that means you're ovulating, and that's definitely not true. You could be getting fairly consistent periods and not be ovulating, and that's why we have to be ensuring and tracking and monitoring that we're ovulating long before we're like trying to get pregnant or long before there's actual uh, actually a big health problem going on. Ideally, this would be what we learned, you know, in that super awkward maturation program in sixth grade or whatever, rather than being handed these frumpy diaper pads. Um, I sure wish we could have learned about ovulation and why this is so cool and why your period is a fabulous, fabulous initiation. But I digress. Someday I'll convince a school to let me come teach their maturation program. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think they'd let me in? It's hard to say. So uh, I'll go through the seven reasons why we need to ensure we're ovulating every month. And then I'll talk about what turns off ovulation. So there are things uh, like <clears throat> birth control that can turn off ovulation. So if we're doing something like that, if we've been on the pill for many years, then you can absolutely confirm that you're not ovulating. That's the point of the pill. Uh, but I think as I go through these points here, you may feel like you're ready to do something different in terms of contraception. Uh, and this, of course, is what we talk about in Period Reboot at length. So let's do this. Seven reasons to ensure you are ovulating every single month. So number one, ovulation is how your body actually makes hormones. So if you are not ovulating, you cannot make progesterone and you can't make estradiol. So what this means in a larger sense is if you're not ovulating for months or years at a time, your hormones will 100% be affected. And it's likely then because your hormones are having all sorts of barriers to even function that we're going to start to see symptoms of pretty severe hormone imbalances. So now we have severe PMS or even PMDD. Now our periods are seven or 10 days long and horrendous and heavy, or maybe now our cycles are super irregular or a doctor is saying maybe you have PCOS or we're trying to get pregnant and there just seems to be no light at the end of the tunnel. This is where a lot of us get stuck is we're stuck in the symptoms and the elephant in the room is we're forgetting the first step here. Is this person even ovulating? So ovulation is essential because that is how you make hormones. That's why you don't want to just be like, eh, I don't know, maybe I'm ovulating, maybe I'm not. No, we wanna ensure you are, and if you're not, address it from there. Number two, ovulating monthly encourages estradiol to flow, and this promotes insulin sensitivity for healthy blood sugar levels. So you hear about this a lot, for example, with PCOS or diabetes, where people have insulin resistance, where the cells can't take in the insulin. And so they have all sorts of long-term effects from that. Estradiol works to promote this sensitivity so that you don't have all this insulin in your body. Your cells are adequately using it and taking it in. And that's so essential. So especially for someone with PCOS, this would be something we want to address is getting them ovulating. Number three, ovulating monthly is how your body makes progesterone. And when we have progesterone in the mix, well, our luteal phase, or that phase before our period, is not nearly as horrible because we feel calm, we feel balanced, and we are set up to have a period that is actually quite nice. When we have healthy progesterone levels, our period is fairly light and it is not too long. So it's possible that someone with a seven to 10 day period that's very heavy 
would indicate that this person is not ovulating. That's really important to note. Number four, obviously, ovulation is a must to get pregnant. So even if you're not ready to get pregnant right this second, or you're like, maybe in a year we'll start trying or something, you do want to start to think about this right now. How can you encourage ovulation to restart right now so that when you're ready to get pregnant, you can do so with a lot of ease? Nobody deserves to go through the heartbreak of trying for years and years and years to have a baby uh, to no avail. So instead, let's be proactive about it and start to address ovulation. Number five, Ovulation during your reproductive years helps to protect your brain, your bones, and your heart as you age into menopause. There's some fabulous studies that have showed that by ovulating in your reproductive years, you're literally building up almost like a health savings account in your own body so that menopause is more balanced, so that osteoporosis is not so much of a concern, your heart is healthy, dementia is less of a risk. So we wanna ovulate as much as we can in our reproductive years. Interestingly too, this is my very informal, not real study, just my own experience. Often when I talk to women in my life that are in their 60s or so, I like to ask them how their transition into menopause was. And it seems like 99% of the time, if they say their menopause experience was horrendous, they had horrible hot flashes and they felt terrible and they were moody and you know, it was just really intense for them. When I ask if they were on birth control, most of the time they say yes, for like 25 years, they were on the pill or something. And the opposite, when I talk to women that say, oh, you know, I had like hot flashes for about a week and then menopause was done, those people tend to say, yeah, I was on the pill like two years between my like three kids and that was it. So again, not a real study, but from my experience, this seems to ring true for how someone's menopause experience was based on if they were likely ovulating throughout their reproductive years. Number six, ovulation is a general indicator of good health. So if you're not ovulating, it's a big sign that your body is talking to you. It's saying, hey, something isn't quite right here. Um, and we'll talk about what those possible things could be in a second. But ovulation or an ovulatory menstrual cycle is a gauge of good health. So if that's not happening, that's our sign to address it. And that's the seventh one, actually. I just kind of fused number six and seven together. If you're not ovulating, this is something you want to know about now so that you can start to address it. I would say many of the women that join Period Reboot join unsure if they're actually ovulating, and they get so excited when we start to talk about how to confirm ovulation, what to do if you're not ovulating, there's such an emphasis on this incredible part of the cycle because if someone's not ovulating, then no wonder why, say, progesterone's low or they have estrogen dominance or these other symptoms are so horrendous for them. So our bodies are so cool, friends. I just, you can tell, <laughs> live to talk about this stuff. So what actually turns off ovulation? There's a number of things. Uh, birth control, hormonal birth control often turns off ovulation. That's how the body, or, or excuse me, how the medication prevents pregnancy. So if you're on a birth control method that turns off ovulation, it's also possible once you come off of it that you will not immediately start ovulating. So that's why we have a whole module in Period Reboot about healing after birth control so that you can give your body what it needs to start ovulating again. Stress can turn off ovulation, and we talk a lot about cortisol and all that in period reboot as well. 
but also things like under eating or over exercising can definitely turn off ovulation. Your body will not ovulate if it thinks that there is a famine or there's not enough safety or if it thinks, you know, your crazy CrossFit routine is like you running from a bear that's trying to eat you all the time. So you have to really think about those foundational things too. Are we getting enough calories or are we expending too many calories? Severe mineral deficiencies can also turn off ovulation, and that's usually kind of tying back into previous birth control use. And then being diagnosed with PCOS can also turn off ovulation, but I don't even like saying that as a blanket statement because PCOS at its core is really just there's a hormone imbalance. So maybe a lack of ovulation over many years created a hormone imbalance that now a doctor would call PCOS. So again, it's, it's kind of like worth mentioning, but it's, it's not like a real like, oh, you have PCOS, so you're just not going to ovulate anymore. That's not, that's not helpful or real, really. So how incredible is that? These are reasons why you do want to ensure you're ovulating every month. And in Period Reboot, like I said, we talk about how to restart ovulation, how to track ovulation, how to get started with cycle tracking, how to heal after birth control, and how to set up your hormones so that you can really see a transformation in your big period and hormone symptoms you experience throughout the month. That's why if you're hearing this and you somehow have still not signed up for it, this is your final nudge from the universe to take action and do something for you this year. Your health is the most valuable asset you have and those of us, myself included, that have been very sick before know that. It is truly the greatest blessing to feel healthy in your body. So if you don't feel well, please know that you don't deserve to feel that way. And this may be the right option for you. So go to the link in the show notes or go to cassandrawilder.com period, read through it, watch the transformation videos, see if it resonates. And if it does, I cannot wait to welcome you in and really help you see some transformations in your body. Tag me on Instagram if this was super interesting to you or if you're like hashtag team ovulation or something. <laughs> I don't know. Let's make a new hashtag. That sounds fun. Um, and I can't wait to get started with all of you next week. So let me know if I'll see you in Period Reboot. The doors are open until Friday. So until then, I'll see you next week.